0: Not an in and out of smiles like an archeleptic comedian. I need to stop drinking out the same water. I'm puking it. Like a box of matches in the world of lighters. I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, Fully employed boozer. A story with no plot. A puppy
1: without What are you A magician with no know.
0: tricks. Pulling a plot uh, out of his head. Not too well. I yep. think it was 94.
1: Yeah, I was about to say. I, I shot a 101. And I had a lot of fun. But I, I could not swing properly. I don't know if yeah. it was like. I don't know, I don't know if I was just like not mm. coming around the
0: ball or something, yeah, I mean, yeah, come like whole four, I think I was just brain dead from the heat, yeah, and
1: how hot was it yesterday, you know
0: it, after a round, I think it was one ten,
1: I feel like that's not even that hot, nah. for phoenix
0: it it's not, but it's hot, it I mean it's hot. still hot, yeah, I was to say,
1: I'm not saying it's not hot, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's not, or like. Phoenix, what what's the hottest it's been here since you've been here?
0: One twenties something.
1: Damn. Have you like have you been out playing golf when that happened? Or are you strictly inside when it gets that hot? Uh,
0: mostly inside, but I think I did one time, and oh, it was miserable.
1: Like do you, do you sweat though? Like do you sweat severely?
0: Yeah, I do, especially right in, on the hat line, like yeah, right yeah, on yeah. the forehead.
1: I. See my dad, he doesn't sweat. Yeah, it, like, or, and he he probably did yesterday, right? Like everyone sweats a little bit, but like mm-hmm. he'll work out and stuff, and he doesn't sweat like that. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because like I I'm like right now I'm su- I'm sweating <laughs> up a storm. Your, yeah, your boy be a sweaty pig. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'd be I'd be sweating pretty hot out here. And I don't know. Look up real quick while while we're at it. How how hot is it right now? How hot is it right now? Let's see. I'm willing to bet it's over. I'm willing to bet it's 110 at least. The wind might be cooling it down a little bit. 99. No way.
0: (laughs) So yesterday was way worse.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, yeah, we're outside right now little little breeze but it's mm-hmm. the breeze doesn't feel good right like yeah. a, normally a breeze feels good it cools it down mm-hmm. a little bit and the breeze is hot yeah that's ridiculous for sure guys welcome into another episode of escaping tyranny i'm joined with uh, my cousin michael Bolick. michael appreciate you being on the pod man yeah glad to be on thank you yeah. for having me yeah for sure man tell me so you've had plenty of media experience and most of it being sports related how did you get into that
0: so, when I was eighteen uh there was this facebook group called first take your take I didn't know what it was. I yeah. thought you just posted your um just sports questions and then I saw there was this contest of they first take on e s p n pose a question each week and you have to make a two minute video on that question so the very first uh time I did it, I was actually put on TV and I called out the
1: very, so the very first video you put, yeah. What,
0: what was the question? Do you remember? Um, it was, damn it. What was it? I think it was about the, uh, NBA playoffs and removing, uh, conferences. If they want to put the 16 best teams in the NBA oh, playoffs okay. or just the top eight, so for uh,
1: reference, right now for each conference, they put the top eight of the yeah. that conference. But you, but do they have divisions in in basketball as well?
0: Yeah, but it doesn't really matter. It doesn't it's matter just, coming to playoffs. Yeah, okay, not really. Um, so I always liked doing like a bull take. You know, not yeah, yeah. something that other people not would so, say. Not some Mickey
1: Mouse so, bullshit.
0: My idea, I don't even agree with it necessarily.
1: <laughs> you but, just do some outlandish shit out there?
0: Yeah. Uh, so I made up an idea of like having a March Madness. Okay. So like a selection committee kind okay. of create some controversy. And on during the take, I grab my phone out, put it up on my ear, and I'm like, Max Kellerman, and I'm calling you out on this. <laughs> because... I forget what he said, but it was something. He said he's a traditionalist. And I was like, well, let's just pull it out of our ear, you know? Yeah. And I got a lot of comments on my video. Some were very positive. Some were not so much, you know? A lot of grumpy uh, older people who were upset because they were never put – uh a finalist they were upset that i was put on as a finalist so yeah um they were making comments but uh max kelman uh in the on tv uh said that he likes the cut of my jib or something i don't know what that means at all cut of your jib yeah but
1: is it I'm taking a stab I think it's at this, like I, don't, I don't really know. But my personality or something. Because a, a jib is on a sailboat, right? I want to say that's yeah. what a jib is on. And so I'm trying to think of what he's, like, talking about. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's – watch me get biblical all of a sudden. <laughs> the, the If I'm not mistaken, so there's, like, a, a piece of the boat that – it's a tiny spot, but it makes the boat you know, turn mm-hmm. or whatever. So the Bible compares that of like your tongue. Your tongue steers the ship. Yeah. So that's what I'm guessing. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. The yeah. cut of your jib. That's a that's a wild. It exp- seems yeah. like an old person expression. Yeah. That, Which, OK. So you first do that. Mm-hmm. And first take is on ESPN. Yes. OK. With
0: Stephen A. Smith and at the time Max Kellerman. What is he doing now? Ah, good question. I have no idea. He, he has his
1: own now, doesn't he, on ESPN?
0: Yeah, but I don't think it's really become big at all,
1: so... Well, that's the thing, is, like, anything that Stephen A. Smith is touching yeah. is huge, but it's just because he's super animated, mm. and I don't even know that he has the best takes, but it's yeah. just that it's just he's so his, out there.
0: It's uh, voice getting loud and stuff, and making just, some... Just ruffling some feathers. Yeah, making some quotes, like, um... When Phil Jackson uh, signed Lamar Odom, and he was like, Your first move as a GM was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. <laughs> so, stuff like that is what Stephen A. Smith has
1: become. Just like known, f- known for. Is yeah. Just doing that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. But, like, you were like feeding into that, though, right? Yeah. Like trying to stir up controversy. Yeah. So then. What did you did your own podcast for a little while didn't you
0: yeah I, I, it was never even like a remote idea and it was like the third week or something I was actually an alternate to debate Stephen a Smith oh wow, so um but there were some people that commented on my video uh saying that I should make a podcast and stuff, so I made a podcast it was fun for a little bit but yeah it just never gained traction and I kind of got tired of doing it when it wasn't getting the viewership at all
1: so uh trust me I get yeah. not getting viewers <laughs> yeah dude. like I don't even know how many people are gonna listen to this but that's okay I mean yeah it's it's fun you know yeah what did, it, what did you record off of
0: honestly I was literally just in the basement on a desktop putting it up on youtube Okay. It was very raw. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not very uh, professional like this sure. setup.
1: Well, this I was about to say this setup looks really good, but it's just I mean, it's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> like the 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 arms are cool. Like yeah. I have decent equipment. Mm-hmm. I used to rock uh, some headsets. Yeah. Like like the old. Uh, my boss makes fun of me because I still have headsets at uh at work because my computer's not very loud. Yeah. And uh, those headsets I use. and he's like, "You look like a telemarketer," <laughs> and I'm like. You're a fucking assholes, what <laughs> yeah. you are. But, I mean, he was right. Like, I didn't have, like, a good setup. And this is, like, still pretty low mm-hmm. key. But the nice part is, like, everything except for the arms fits in my backpack. Like, yeah. everything you see out here, like, I, I fit in there. So I, yeah. it's very, uh, very mobile, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, like, the, the fun part of that. Yeah. So you got into sports. Obviously, at a young age, you liked playing yep. them and stuff. We all have a point where can't play anymore. Yeah. You got you to gotta hang up the cleats. Yep. Myself included. Uh, obviously, everyone gets to play golf till they're, you know, yeah. old and gray and stuff. <laughs> but you still continue to find your way into sports, whether yeah. it's conversation or whatever. What are you doing at Oklahoma State right now? I obviously know, but I want you to explain to me. Like, it's yeah. real, real dumb. Because even <laughs> now, like, even though I, I know kind of what you're doing, mm-hmm. I don't know, like,
0: I don't know a ton about it. Yeah. So, I'm a sports management major. So, I'm... After college, the goal is to work in the uh, sports industry. So, uh, But this past summer, the NCAA has started to let uh, their college athletes uh, profit off their name, image, and likeness so they can make brand deals and stuff and profit off their name. So I think it was around October – uh, there was this club that just got started at Oklahoma State called the Brand Squad. and The,
1: the, the what squad? Sorry. Uh, the Brand Squad. Brand Squad. Yes. Got it. Okay. I thought you said branch right away. So <laughs> no, I, was, I wanted to clarify. No. Okay. Sorry about that.
0: Uh, but so it's just helping uh, – it's students helping student athletes uh, gain more social media presence, uh, make brand deals, just help them – profit off their name image and likeness and when you say profit
1: you literally mean profit yeah. dollars like yep, yeah.
0: making money um some athletes uh are more about building a brand on social media so helping them with that as well um the interesting part is international students mm-hmm. aren't allowed to uh, make money off their NIL unless it's in their home country, so
1: why why is that? Uh, I, I've never heard this, but I, yeah. I believe you. I'm just curious. Yeah, what, what's the reasoning?
0: Their visas and stuff. So if they make money off in off of a company in the United States, and they're let's say from England or something, um, they would uh their visa would be broken and they wouldn't huh. be able to stay in the United States. So.
1: So when they're here on a on a visa, because mm-hmm. there's other people that get work visas, right? Yeah. Would they have to alternate that, or are they not allowed to do that either?
0: Um, I'm not sure about that sure. whole thing, but, uh, yeah, the visa is very strict, you know? Yeah. So I know there's a basketball player, Oscar T. Shibwe at uh, Kentucky. He's one of the bigger mm-hmm. names. At first, he couldn't make money off the n i l but he was able to get it waived but that was a long process so so al- let me let me most, ask you this yeah Go, finish
1: your thought. i oh I'm sorry i keep interrupting you. uh
0: you're good most athletes though aren't uh fighting for that because it's a long a long haul just to yeah. uh fight with the visa so
1: that I I mean, that makes sense because that that probably is at minimum a year process. And then, yeah, if the juice isn't worth the squeeze, I kind of get that. Yeah. So it has to be in America. So let's say there's some kid from Canada. Yeah. Not very far, right? But not not the point. Let's just say just Mm -hmm. for shits and gigs. If it's in Canada, they have to find a Canadian company. Yep. So if it's in America, let's say it's an American company. Yep and they pretend to outsource to Canada, does that muddy the waters too?
0: That's when it gets interesting. A lot of still unknown sure, uh, because the NCAA, they did make this very quickly because it wasn't supposed to help with recruiting either, yet schools are helping helping the recruiting by using NIL. So still a very touchy subject with the whole – uh international students sure there's still some unknown if they can do that or not a lot of international students so are scared to go out there and still make deals with companies like that too
1: Uh, yeah i would have never thought of that because in like let's say you know um where's pascal siakam from
0: Oh, uh, I think he's from somewhere in Africa. I can't
1: I was about to say I can't remember what country specifically. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I had to okay. I let that let out that little naughty burp. Um but like I would have never thought of that. Like mm-hmm. and, it, and it's kinda different, right? If you come from Canada or you come from like London or whatever, yeah. like some of these countries that aren't like impoverished, right? Like mm-hmm. impoverished impoverished, whatever. Yeah. Um in poverty, whatever. Point being like, that's a, that's a low economic country mm-hmm. that that could end up helping that kid out. Mm-hmm. So, when you say for profit, like, what, like, and, and maybe you don't know the financials on it, yeah. but I, I'm curious if you do, who is the most profitable person, like, maybe you don't even have to say their name if you don't want to, just if, who, what's the most profitable deal you've done or helped with? That's a good question.
0: Um right now it's not too much just because a lot of companies are still a little more nervous
1: yeah just testing the waters
0: um but it, it takes a big name to
1: so, so tell me like on average like what if if you were trying to help out a kid that was mm-hmm. on the golf team yeah. just a, just a random kid maybe not a big name but just a random kid on the golf team what kind of deal – are you out there, like, negotiating with these companies?
0: So, we're
1: basically
0: the middleman um, as a brand squad. So, uh we talk to these athletes of what companies are of their interest and in stuff. And then we email the company asking if they're interested. If they are, they're going to send an application. And a bunch of the time, the athlete has to – um work that uh, negotiation tactic and agree to it but um and sign the contract but we're mostly the middleman helping them find the opportunities and stuff
1: so when when you say middleman I get I get that portion of it right mm-hmm. like the yeah maybe not even like the the fine tuning but you're just kind of like yeah. the bridge between the two yep so then at that point do you then help coach these athletes and say, Hey, I think you could do this better, or you know, you could get this yeah. deal, or anything like that.
0: Uh, so we can help their social media presence. So, um, whether they don't post enough, or we help them make sure they post more often, so the companies see that they're getting a better engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a big reason why companies would be Uh, skeptical is if the athlete doesn't bring the engagement uh to social media so helping them uh build a better social media brand in order to gain more opportunities in the um
1: deal portions so are there like are, are you dealing with local companies or are you dealing with countries all over the united states so
0: um a bunch of them are local companies, but. Okay. And um, by. And.
1: And again, Dominica, you off. Yeah, sorry about that. You're good. So are you talking local as in Stillwater? Local yeah. as in Oklahoma? W- what's local?
0: A bunch of uh, Stillwater companies. Stillwater. Uh, but there's a few. Um, if the athlete is a bigger name, you can branch out a little more. Yeah. Uh, with uh, bigger companies. Um, so. Uh, I know a few like energy drinks you can are making a lot of deals with athletes and stuff. Um but yeah, a bunch of energy drinks are looking for deals with athletes, mostly the bigger uh athletes. Yeah. So you'll see a lot of the a lot of basketball, a lot of football players make those type sub deals. Um
1: my my guess is and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. A lot of those bigger name athletes, you don't have to help out with as much. Yeah, that's true. Um,
0: a lot of the bigger name athletes, a lot of them are actually signing with more agents and stuff. Okay. Uh, so, they got more professional help in the way. Um, But uh, there's a few bigger name athletes that are big names, but just aren't uh, making their social media presence quite yet. So you can help those ones out too. So when you
1: say social media presence, mm-hmm. are you, you're not running their pages for them. No. So then when you are doing social media presence, mm-hmm. are you, um, are you making logos for them? Or are you guys on Instagram? <coughs> Are you trying to tell them when to post? Like, what are you doing to help that social media interaction?
0: So there is logos for the athletes. Um, we push out logos for them. Um, we also um, suggest uh, making more posts and stuff. Uh, we aren't controlling their social media where we post it, but we can suggest, uh, you got media day pictures. Why not post some media day pictures? pictures and every sport has a media day correct yes okay so that's very helpful because that gets a lot of hype um suggesting uh athletes to uh join other social media platforms so like tiktok is becoming uh very big so uh suggesting uh them doing like a day uh maybe like a day a lot of uh schools and a lot of Athletes are doing, like, a day of a life uh, of a college athlete. Okay. And that's gaining a lot of views for a bunch of athletes around the country. So, uh, suggesting that to a few athletes, too, uh, in order to um, get more viewership. And then they're going to build off more, in, more social media followers off all the
1: platforms if they
0: gain more content. So
1: the group that you're in tell yeah. me what that group is called again uh brain squad brand squad yep so the brand squad do you guys collectively have one uh like instagram page or like facebook page and stuff
0: yeah so um there's actually two so uh brain squad podcast is one of them where i'm
1: gonna look these up as you're telling me them yeah
0: sorry so no, Bra- no you're good i'm looking sorry um so Brain Squad podcast is a podcast, and uh, the host of the podcast is Oklahoma State's hype man.
1: Uh, I think I listened. I listened to one of those. those. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Sorry. So uh, the hype man for Oklahoma State um, hosts a podcast, asks uh, questions to athletes, kind of gaining more knowledge about the student athletes' life. And then the other one is OK State underscore brand
1: Squad. OK State underscore brand squad. Brand squad. As I look this up, yep. Okay, I'll give you guys a little follow here. 465 followers. That's not bad.
0: No, especially with it being brand new. So,
1: Cowboys at the PGA championship. Mm hmm. That's cool.
0: Yeah, because the PGA championship was in Tulsa. Oh, okay. This past, uh, month so um a bunch of oklahoma state athletes actually went to uh got deals with the pga championship to be there uh and made deals
1: with them so yeah that's pretty cool so when you say energy drink companies who can you tell us any specifics
0: a bunch of uh energy companies energy drink companies that are looking for deals are like uh celsius um body armor stuff like that okay uh a bunch of the i they're pretty big but uh smaller at the same time like gatorade
1: is very tough just because that's a established brand yeah very, they're they're looking for the, the they're LeBron. very elite yeah yeah they're looking for the Lebrons of yeah. the world they're looking for you know the venuses Serenas, mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that yeah that makes sense so you're not, but you're not looking at the bottom of the barrel though. You're not looking at like venom energy and bullshit no, like that. You're looking no. at still body armor is not a bad yeah. company. Yeah. Right? That's so I I thoroughly enjoy like the thought of doing all this. And when I read, mm-hmm. there's an article out. Um, I can't. I don't even know where you find it because I just remember you shared it. Yeah. Where, do you know where that article is? Like, or um, where anyone can find that? The
0: Okali was the one that published it. So, um, it was actually. The advisor for the Brain Squad who created the Brain Squad was interviewed and three other people within the Brain Squad were interviewed to talk about um, what we do. And I was one of the three uh, people within the Brain Squad to talk to the uh, publisher of the Ocali uh, to discuss what we do as a Brain Squad.
1: So tell me because uh all of this sounds phenomenal and i'm super proud of you for doing all this it's super cool how do i how do i tyranny staley market my podcast better tell tell me some interactions that are better on instagram or, or whatever i could be doing honestly
0: a lot of it is you make a lot of posts which is good
1: and i believe um do you have like a TikTok at all? I do have a TikTok. Just not for my my podcast yeah. page in particular.
0: I think uh building a TikTok uh for your podcast would be really big just okay. to maybe like show some clips of the podcast episode, like the craziest things said um in each podcast episode and then link all those uh social medias up together so like uh you can use a link tree on instagram uh put the twitter in the link tree TikTok, um whatever other social medias you use and just keep on uh posting more i mean uh you post like your uh photo with the um sorry uh no, with you're your I guess. Uh, With the guest. Guest, uh yeah. each episode, I think, posting more like clips as well of the uh, episode, so like something crazy that was said, uh, in some of the posts as well. Like you can make an Instagram reel and stuff,
1: and I think that could help a lot. I think so, and I think um to further your point, something I've been looking at doing, mm-hmm. which I'd, I, I. I shouldn't say I'm lazy on. I just I don't have the funds, and yeah. so I haven't like I yeah. just haven't done it yet. Yeah, is uh is getting a camera to mm-hmm. do it right, like yeah, gaining some clips and stuff like that, and posting those alongside because mm-hmm. I think if I had a YouTube presence, it'd be a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's weird because like it's suit like media is super si- uh, cyclical, right? Like yeah. people are not just wanting the talk show, yeah. In-, in which like in my mind, I love the talk show. Yeah. Like I like to just have it in the background because mm-hmm. then. I don't have to watch something. I can yeah. continue to do work, what, yeah, drive, driver. yeah, do whatever I need to yeah. do, right? But I think you're right where people want to see the conversation, yep. which is weird to me because I'm like, they're just talking, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they're not doing anything crazy. But yeah. I think you've got a point though, in in terms of getting on YouTube mm-hmm. slash clipping those for TikTok, yeah, clipping that for uh, Instagram reel, mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff. I. it just
0: gains more uh followers within the process by doing a little more it's gonna get gain more outreach sure because instagram is a big one of the biggest social medias but then you also can gain more tiktok following whoever doesn't have an instagram but has a tiktok you get those viewers you're just gonna get more viewerships do
1: you have a do you have a tiktok i do not <laughs> have, you, have you have you scrolled have you scrolled through tiktok i have yeah okay i dude tiktok is a bear yeah like tiktok is i i'm obsessed with tiktok yeah i the the very first time i downloaded tiktok i think i was on tiktok for like mm-hmm. four hours yeah and all of a sudden i was like what the fuck happened like yeah. i have wasted my day yeah because i just scroll through tiktok the whole time mm-hmm. but it's i mean it's so entertaining mm-hmm. there's so much to it yeah
0: it definitely looks entertaining i'm just personally not the creative guy that can make a tiktok you know sure but honestly watching tiktoks is pretty entertaining
1: yeah for sure the instagram still seems especially in terms of like what you're saying like marketing mm-hmm. yeah and like having that it almost feels like an intimate mm-hmm. knowledge of people yeah. right and i think tiktok is even more so like Twitter is just the tweet. It's just the thought. And I still love Twitter. Like, Mm -hmm. Twitter is, like, Twitter's my bread and butter, and I don't know if that'll change. Yeah. Instagram is cool, but Instagram seems so fake. Yeah. Whereas, like, TikTok even seems a little more real than Instagram because it's not the best your personality. Exactly.
0: Like, Instagram is post a selfie, you know, post a picture. TikTok shows the personality of someone. So, I think that'll be really big especially for podcasts in the future. You show the personality of you and your guests. So,
1: yeah. I think I, I think you're onto something and I need to I need to just nut up and finally do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to just figure that out. Yeah. So, with this, what is it that you're trying to do after college?
0: Honestly, good question. Yeah. Um work in the sports industry. Um I really never thought about um this avenue with uh working with athletes and help them profit off their name um until now and that honestly does interest me. I think I'm still interested in working for a sports team as well uh and work in sales, but I do think this whole NIL uh and brand squad gave me a open open mind of looking at another avenue in the sports industry
1: to work in after college so when you say sales for a team yeah what do you what do you mean in terms of sales
0: so you can work um so let's just say you work for the dallas cowboys um you can work in the sales um side of the dallas cowboys so uh, work in the ticket, uh, sales side, uh, get, uh, help businesses find, sw- uh, their best fit for a sweet ticket, uh, deal and stuff, or you can help, uh, season ticket holders, uh, get the best seats possible. So, working in the sales side of that criteria, uh, helping the fans, uh, Gain a better experience. Yeah, better experience. Uh, So you get to talk to the fans uh, at the game, asking them how their experience was, and doing stuff like that. So that's kind of the basic avenue of the working in the sports industry. But I do think the NIL situation has gained me a better opening
1: uh, in the future a lot of uh, a lot of experience Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of experience that you're gaining out of this um for sure and i hope i hope that you're packaging it real well as you go on a resume yeah because that's something i've been terrible about is like as i'm learning to do stuff as i'm learning my role of my job which is not nearly as sexy as what you're doing right (laughs) what you're doing is really really cool and i hope you really grasp Mm -hmm. that because it's awesome what you're doing yeah but again in like my job I don't package that really well. I don't exactly show like, okay, because I'm doing this, I'm gaining Excel experience Mm -hmm. or I'm gaining this or like I'm doing stuff in terms of long-term sales for the brand or doing this, right? Like Mm -hmm. that, that is an experience and that's something that shouldn't be taken lightly. And also, again, I just hope that I would, I would venture to say once a semester. Yeah be packaging all of that onto a resume. Go to those resume workshops and make sure that you're telling them, Hey, I did this. I did this, that this, Mm -hmm. and let them, they'll probably tell you, Hey, what you're learning are these skills and where it looks more compatible for jobs in the future. Yeah. For sure.
0: And Oklahoma state does a great job. Uh, they have classes, a class each year that they, make you go into those resume workshops. Okay. uh, Which is very helpful because it helps you organize the resume more uh, instead of you just like you put uh, it on your resume uh, beforehand but then they help clean it up and make it look sharper and uh, find more terms that look, are more precise so uh, it's not too wordy but it's precise into the point. So yeah, a hundred. That's very helpful.
1: What are you doing outside of? Just because the brand squad, are yeah. you are you uh, an intern? Are you uh, a paid employee? What what happens with that?
0: So it's actually um, unpaid. Okay. Uh, so it's just working in the, uh, kind of volunteering your time and effort. Uh, but it takes a lot of uh, time and effort working it. Especially now I'm working as a uh gm of fundraising okay in the brain squad, so helping um get some more fundraising for the brain squad and a lot of it will help um fund help uh the athletes too. So we also have events uh that we are doing each semester. Of the brand squad, we had our first event uh, back in April. Okay. So, um, the athletes are actually we actually doing a meet and greet. So they had a, they signed uh, for their the fans, uh, took pictures with the fans, and it was honestly a pretty successful event. Um, because it gave the brand squad a better a good image. For the future, because it was so new, um, it helped the Oklahoma State community understand the Brain Squad a little more, and it helped the uh, athletes uh, gain more experience with their fan base, especially yeah. the smaller name athletes that aren't recognized by the general public. So, helping uh, the general public notice these athletes more was
1: pretty good for them as well what was the event um like what did you guys do where did you guys set up uh, kind of stuff.
0: we set up at uh spears business school so it's a business college at oklahoma state mm-hmm. we set it up uh in the courtyard so uh there were about 30 athletes that were a part of the event so for that entire day uh we set it up uh Put tables out. Uh, We each had a job. Uh, There were VIP guides. So a lot of VIPs uh, donated um, to uh, help set this up. So they got VIP tickets. So um, VIP guides took them around met all the athletes. Um, And then there were people that were... um, helping in the inside so a bunch of the VIPs actually got um food and beverages inside. Uh so people were helping uh set up from the inside. So it was just a lot of uh work and uh getting people to come uh to this event. So
1: yeah. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw an idea out by you. Yeah. You tell me if it's cool or if it's dumb. Yeah. And either way i'm gonna say it but you get to tell me whether this is cool Uh, or dumb so something i think would be cool and it's kind of something like you guys are already doing yeah but what i think would be cool is if you brought in a couple of businesses right Mm -hmm. and what you could do is do like a yearly brand squad fashion show okay so i'm not talking like getting these people dressed up or doing all that kind of stuff bring them in their oklahoma state swagger right if if you know, girl that plays on the soccer team wants to wear her soccer uniform if she can. Yeah. She just wants to wear the warm-ups or do whatever. That's fine. Let the athletes pick their song. Let them pick, like, whatever. Let them do a cool routine if they want to, if they want to be a goofball about it, yeah. whatever. But bring in these businesses to show kind of, like, the aspect, but they get to see the athletes as well. Yeah. And maybe that brings more attention to them as well. But it also mm. gives these companies one shot at looking at a bunch of kids. Yeah. But also afterwards, you could have like that meet and greet, kind of what you guys yeah. are already doing. But afterwards, they can meet with these kids. And yeah. again, you see a kid who, let's say he's the only, he's on the equ- – or the girl is on the equestrian team. Yeah. Some girl that would have never talked before, but she brings out like, I don't know, like a horse stick. Yeah. And and rides it joking around and then brings it out. And they're like, hey, you were really funny. We'd love to do a deal with you. Yeah. Right. Again, it may not be worth the shit, but I think yeah. it'd be funny. But it's a cool way to get all of these companies mm-hmm. and the athletes in one spot and kind of break that ice opposed yeah. to just letting people mingle around. Yeah. It's a fun way. Again, the athletes can pick their song. They could be bland, do the runway, whatever, come back. Yeah. Or some of these kids could do something goofy in the process.
0: Honestly, I do think that's a good idea because nice. like I love.
1: You... I love that my idea is good <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, because it does show the personality of these athletes are more than just you know their sport. So yeah. it shows their personality and it would help their uh, name with these businesses because a bunch of businesses want. To know the athletes personally, than rather than just what they
1: do on and, the field, and have someone sponsor the event, say yeah. hey, like you're the f- like your biggest sponsor, your best sponsor, whoever mm-hmm. it is, I don't really care, but have them, you know, it's for or maybe it's not a car dealership or whatever it is, right? It's like yeah. John Juice down the road yeah. is our best sponsor. They want to contribute a thousand dollars, so you make a banner that says sponsored by Java Juice, and mm-hmm. then you lay down. The, the runway and all this kind of stuff. I yeah. think I think you can have a fun event. Yeah, make these athletes kind of connect with people mm-hmm. and and do a fun fun thing in the process.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that's a good idea. Run with Something it, Something that,
1: that I'm gonna they, put in the mind, putting the putting the know? old bank. Yeah, throw, it, throw it in the back of the head. Yeah, you got a lot of time between here and August. I think that's the other thing too that a lot of people don't do. Throw like yeah. It, here's the thing. Do when it, have like uh think sessions mm-hmm. I, i've done that in my job i've yeah. done that in previous jobs y'all sit down crack open a beer yeah have a coat whatever you do i don't care just spit out some ideas throw out ideas and laugh at ideas yeah. throw out ideas that suck yep because then because there's never been a good idea that wasn't tweaked yeah you every single idea at some point has sucked yep but then you fine tweak it and you find okay that's a cool idea that's fun Mm -hmm. one and and i've said this and i'm sure people are right now rolling their eyes as i say this but do a 0.5k yeah that i think would be super fun but like but again the bigger point is throw shit at the wall and see what sticks like Mm -hmm. throw out a bunch of shit i have recommended so many bad ideas (laughs) like and that's the thing is just throw them out that you don't know what will stick what will stick what some people go oh that's fun like that's a really fun Mm -hmm. idea or like again the fashion show maybe it doesn't work maybe some something you guys are like oh this was dumb that yeah. was a bad idea yeah but you might find something in the process that you're like oh this is really cool mm. you know what i mean yeah i think that would be sick i think something you could do as well is you know you could do still have like the juniors or seniors that already had a deal and have them go down the runway and then they're yeah. you know they're already partnered with this, but they're looking for something else or like mm-hmm. whatever. You could do a bunch of fun stuff with that. Yeah, for I think sure. I think the coolest part about what you're doing is that it's so foreign. Mm-hmm. There's no right answer right now. Yeah, like here, pretty soon you're gonna find out. There's probably a lot of wrong answers, mm-hmm. but you got to figure out what they are. Yeah, there's got to be a lot of stuff going on that you get to go. Okay, we get to try this and see if this works. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that's got to be pretty exciting. Yeah.
0: I know uh, me and my friend James, uh, we actually work with uh, all four of our athletes personally together. So um, each athlete has two or three people, uh, two or three students that they work with. And me and James work. We each have, uh, we have four athletes together that we work on together. So me and him, Uh, spit out a bunch of ideas together on the side, you know, because Mm -hmm. we were friends before this. So we talk uh, quite a bit to each other and spit out some fun ideas. Some are dumb. Yeah. And some uh, are potentially going to land that we're thinking about. So that's for sure.
1: Are there any coaches or anything that you deal with in particular that like – In my mind, you have to be an asset in terms of recruiting. Like, have you dealt with any coaches in terms with trying to set up to help with recruiting? Is there anything that you guys are working on, like, behind the scenes to help that?
0: That's tough just because NIL wasn't supposed to be about recruiting. Right. So there's a little fine line of I feel like eventually there's going to be some – investigations in the later, in within five years, to figure out who was recruiting based on NIL. Um, we have people that meet with the team. So we have a, a recruitment VP um, and recruitment uh, GM of the brand squad that meets with the teams uh, to get their current uh, players signed up, but we don't really go after um, high school recruits just because they aren't allowed to make the money off their name and it's a very fine line to, especially with Oklahoma State getting in trouble uh, in basketball this past year, uh, being banned from the postseason. NCAA loves hammering Oklahoma State so it's a very fine line that
1: we aren't touching on the high school recruits so if it's not the high school recruits Mm -hmm. do you have anybody that's helping in terms of like JUCO students
0: honestly no just because again it's just a fine line with recruiting um what is allowed and what isn't allowed there's some loopholes that some bigger schools are willing to take. Yeah. But if you take those loopholes, there's potential consequences in the future that we just aren't willing to take right now.
1: I was about to say, it's got to be scary. Because, like, ultimately... And and I get that. Because it's like, in my mind, I'm like, it's dumb. Like, they should have done NIL Mm -hmm. years ago. Um, I think it's great that they're doing that for students. Because what I didn't understand was, like, Johnny Menzel not being able to sell a football yeah. with his autograph on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, that that football yeah. was $17 before. Yeah, And now that football is, like, worth $300, $400 and because of his signature. Yeah, You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. that's bullshit that the university or, like, yeah. the NCAA is, like, saying you can't do that. Mm-hmm. But I understand y'all's point of, hey, we got into this not to profit or to do yeah. this or
0: we're helping the athletes instead yes. of uh the programs and right a bunch of schools my thing is they're abusing their power and nil was supposed to put the power in the student athletes hands and not yes. the uh pro athletic programs and a lot of schools are using nil to help their programs out so it's really putting the power in the program's hands for a bunch of the schools, which I don't agree with necessarily because those
1: athletes are the ones supposed to have the power. And that's, and that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was getting at. And you hit it straight on yeah. is that you got into this to help the athlete. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to hurt, like ultimately if it's going to hurt the university at the end, it's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. And then the same thing that you're saying, it's like, but we're also not trying to only benefit the university. Yeah. I mean, you. I think you've got the right heart for it, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, ultimately, which I love to see, of yeah. how much like pride you have in Oklahoma State. Yeah. I It's so funny because like my dad makes fun of me because he's still a huge Texas fan, which is fine. I'm yeah. not mad at that. And I don't even know that I really cheer for Texas as much yeah. as much as I cheer against OU. Yeah. I hate OU. Don't, y'all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... That's the thing is, like, I don't even really cheer for Texas. Like, I think my dad would be heartbroken to find out, like, if we went to a Texas-New Mexico State game.
0: You'll root for New Mexico State. New Mexico State. State. I was yeah. about to say,
1: that's where I went. I yeah. went to New Mexico State. That's like, your alma mater. That's I my mean. alma mater. Like, why would I not? And, and I think it's funny because, like, let, let's put this in perspective. If I had a chance to go see Texas OU for free yeah. versus if I got to go watch New Mexico State versus UNM and mm-hmm. had to pay to go. I'm probably going to watch New Mexico state. Yeah. And I think that would break my dad's heart (laughs) to hear that, but it's true. But that's the thing is I went to state. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to Texas. Yep, My loyalty is because of that. Yep. And so I love to see that in you, right? Where it's like, you may have a fan of it. Like I I still think, and I'm not saying you aren't a Seahawks fan, Mm -hmm. but I feel like you understand this, that yeah, if you got to go see a Seahawks game yeah. or if you got to go watch Oklahoma State OU, mm-hmm. you're going to see Oklahoma State. Yeah,
0: for sure, because you are a part of it, you know? Yeah. You feel like, especially when you're feeling like you are like one of the student athletes, you know? You're right. You're a part of it. You can't really compare yourself to, you know, uh, DK Metcalf at right on the Seahawks, but you can compare yourself uh to Hubbard. To, yeah. Chuba Hubbard back in the day or uh Brennan Presley right now for Oklahoma State. Yeah. Or Colin Oliver. You can compare yourself because
1: you walk the got, halls. Yeah, you them.
0: guys are all students, you know. You go to the same university, you live in the same area, uh for three hundred something days a year. Yeah. I mean it's a great feeling, especially when you know the athletes personally, which I've been able to meet some great athletes
1: personally. so that's great. When you are in Stillwater, do you feel like you have a much tighter connection because of that? Like I feel like you've gotten to meet so yeah. many more people at a much bigger university. like I've I've met some of the coaches, I've met some of yeah. the athletes at New Mexico State. But I don't feel like it's that big of a deal because it's a smaller university. Mm -hmm. It's a smaller – and I don't even mean like in size. Like I don't even – well, actually Oklahoma State I think is a huge school, right? It's pretty big. But I don't even mean in terms of that. Like there's some big schools that don't have that many kids. Yep. I I think I mean like we're not a highly popular school. Yeah, the media presence. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. So how how have you met most of these – coaches and stuff it seems like you're doing all sorts of stuff and you get to meet some cool people how do you get tied up in doing that honestly so
0: mike gundy we dressed up as uh, mike gundy in security um sophomore year for halloween okay and one of my friends he's my roommate he grew up grew a mullet during covid yeah so uh we came up with the idea You dress up as Mike Gundy will be your security, you know. So we were doing a little photo shoot at Boone Pickens, which is the football uh, stadium outside. And then we saw Mike Gundy in the background. So we went up to him. Mm -hmm. And we were just thinking maybe like a group photo, you know, just one. Yeah. And he made sure we did a group photo. We each had an individual photo. And he talked to us for probably 15 minutes or something. Yeah. Really cool guy. So that was kind of like out of the blue, you know. Um, Mike Boynton and Kay Cunningham um, last year, that was kind of more of us pushing, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was the final uh, home game, and we're like, we're going to get a basketball, we're going to, get an autograph you know and a picture and we did that which was cool and then at a football game i think it was k-state and our best golfer uh eugenio chikara Mm -hmm. um he sat like right in front of us and i leaned over to my friend uh james and i'm like think that's Eugenio Chicara, our best golfer yeah at the time he was like the number nine amateur in the world he's now number two so oh wow he's climbed up pretty fast um and we just after every score we celebrated you know yeah after the game uh we both uh sent a dm on instagram and we just ah uh, kept in touch and then uh actually he's one of my athletes for the brand squad now dude that's so cool (laughs) uh it's pretty cool definitely uh he's probably the one that we have a big so him and uh of this uh student uh football coach Deontay Cruz are probably the two that we have the biggest connection with Uh uh-huh um for the brand squad so yeah
1: dude that's so kick-ass man Mm -hmm. like i think you're doing a great job and like i said i'm super proud of the job you're doing Mm -hmm. continue to do like i I was telling someone about this is like the job i have per se do i love it not necessarily yeah but am i good at it and do i enjoy the company i work for Mm -hmm. and stuff like that yes does it pay the bills yeah a (laughs) hundred percent but my bigger point of that is I was saying like michael's doing something that he loves to do yeah and if you can continue to do that and it's Mm -hmm. super cliche but you'll never work a day in your life and i think that the more you're doing something that you love yeah it's so much easier to keep climbing and the Mm -hmm. money will come yeah i promise you so like i said keep doing what you're doing i don't mean to cut this early we're we're right at like 54 minutes but and i would i would keep talking but the wind's coming in so i'm like let's get out of the winds get out of the heat but michael thank you very much for being on the podcast thank you for
0: having me on man yeah
1: absolutely guys this is another episode of escaping tyranny you guys know the rules make sure to mix in a water don't drink and drive go down to your partner and the earth is flat cheers
0: If you watch it. I'm going to wave anyway, I could get if you look And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket I'm going to write a book, and I don't care if you read it I'm going to make a movie, I don't care if you watch it I'm going to wave anyway, I could get advice if you look And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket I'm going to write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm going to make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm going to wave anyway, I could get if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket.